0: Welcome to the Rebranded Teacher Podcast. My name is Lauren Fulton. I'm a full-time teacher, author, and seller on Teachers Pay Teachers, and I help other teacher entrepreneurs grow their TPT businesses in a way that's purposeful and sustainable. So if you're looking for actionable, step-by-step ways to grow your business, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Let's talk about your TPT growth and how to accurately and honestly, helpfully measure your growth for your TPT business. Okay. So we're going to be talking about different aspects of growth today on the podcast. Now, I remember when I was still in the classroom, I had the notifications still turned on for the TPT app. And between periods, every time the bell rang and kids went out and I was waiting for kids to come in, I would go and grab my phone and I would kind of see how many sales I had made during the last teaching period. And the thing about that was, is it was really fun. And it made me feel really good whenever I would open my app and see I made 15 sales in the last hour, right? I felt really good about that. But if I opened up my app and there was nothing, then I felt really bad about that. And I say this because a lot of times this is the kind of attitude that we have when we are trying to measure the growth of our TPT store. And it kind of slowly happens over time where we get so excited about a short period of success that when things kind of go back to normal, we don't really know how to feel about that. The truth is it was perfectly normal for me to experience a huge surge in sales during one class period and then for the next class period for it to be click crickets. Your sales are gonna ebb and flow throughout the day. They're also gonna ebb and flow throughout the week throughout the month, and throughout the year. That's just part of being a seller on TPT. That's totally normal. But if we get so wrapped up in those numbers and in those short stints of successes, then it can make the normal times or the lulls incredibly depressing, to be honest with you, and a little bit stressful. So let's talk about how to keep an eye on some of your monetary growth, but also how to measure different aspects of growth inside of your business, because a growing business isn't just determined by the amount of revenue that we're generating, right? It's determined by a lot of other factors, okay? So let's talk about one of the basic things that we have to understand before we even get into how to track monetary growth or how to look at monetary growth. You need to understand this, and that is doing more, isn't a sign of growth, okay? Doing more isn't a sign of growth. The fact that you're marketing more, the fact that you are creating more resources, that's not a sign of growth. And just because I market more, just because I create more resources, doesn't mean my store is gonna grow. Now, theoretically, it should grow, And if it's not growing and I'm doing those things, then I need to take a look at maybe what I'm doing wrong. But doing more isn't a sign of growth. And I say that because I think a lot of times people kind of get into this hamster wheel when it comes to things like product creation or marketing, that the more I do, the bigger I'm going to get Or the more I do, the bigger I do get, right? And they kind of get on this content creation churning wheel where they are constantly working in order to make their business grow. But doing more isn't a sign of growth. Anybody can do more to make more money. That's not really what we want to do. Ultimately, what we want to do is we want to streamline our business so that it is growing without us having to do more. Okay. there are some exceptions to this rule, but I want to lay this out as kind of a groundwork and a foundation in the beginning, that if that is how you are measuring your growth is by how much more you are doing this year versus last year, that's not really a good sign of growth. And in fact, that could actually be a bad sign. Okay, and we'll talk about that more here in just a little bit. But let's talk about the next one. Let's talk about your monetary growth. How do we wanna measure monetary growth? We don't wanna do what I was doing, right? We don't want to compare hour to hour for sure. Um, we don't wanna compare day to day. We don't wanna say, well, yesterday I made this much money and today I made this much money. Like, we don't wanna compare that. We don't wanna compare week to week, month to month. We basically wanna look at two pieces of, of information when we're comparing, when we're looking at growth. We wanna look at the previous year versus this year. So from one whole year to the next year. And then we can take the month that we're in and we can look at that month last year, right? So um, as I'm recording this, this is the month of March. 2022. And so if I am looking at my growth for this month, I am going to compare it to March 2021, right? So this way I get a more accurate picture of growth because during different months, different things are happening for different teachers, right? During December, a lot of teachers are out on holiday for a significant portion of the month. Um, During the summer, obviously people are out Of school, they're not teaching. And so, what this means is, I am going to naturally see some trends in my dips and surges for my income. And so, if I compare my highest producing month of October to my lowest producing month of June, then that's not going to be really fair. And it's probably going to leave me feeling pretty stinky in June. I'm not going to feel very good about my sales. Um, And so, I have to compare month to month of the previous year, right? Months with months. Okay. And not this month to last month, because again, there are holidays, there are different factors, and it depends on the products that I have in my store too. Maybe I have certain products that sell really well during a certain time of year and teachers are not needing them during other months of the year. Okay. So I need to compare whole year, one whole year to the previous year. And I need to look at This particular month, what did I make last year during this month? And compare year over year, right? Month over month versus this month versus last month, okay? Same for days and weeks. I'm not looking at how much money I made last week in comparison to how much money I made this week. That's really not enough data for me to accurately measure growth, especially as I get a little bit further on in my TPT journey. But it's also going to be something that's a little bit stress-inducing because we are naturally going to see ebbs and flows inside of our income. And there's, no, there's not really anything that I can do to control that, right? And so we don't want to allow that to stress us out. And that's how we measure our monetary growth. That's what we look at there. But we want to look at more than just monetary growth. So I kind of hinted at this in the very first thing that I said, where I talked about um, the fact that doing more it does not mean that you have grown, right? Doing more is not a sign of growth. And this is why we want to look at more than monetary growth. Whenever I got pregnant, I was like, first trimester, I didn't want to do anything. Um, second trimester, I didn't want to do anything anything. And third trimester, I finally got like a burst of energy and I was able to actually kind of get some things done in my business and make products and make progress and things like that. But one of the things that I looked at when I compared that 2020 year, which obviously 2020 was a whole, that was a whole ordeal in and of itself, right? But when I compared my revenue for 2020 over my revenue for 2019, my revenue for 2020 was a little bit higher than my revenue for 2019, but it wasn't astronomically higher. But one of the things that I looked at was I said to myself, I said, well, wait a second. What did I do inside of my business this year, right? I put certain systems in place in 2020 so that my products would be able to kind of sell themselves. I worked on tweaking my titles and my uh, making my products more search engine optimized. I worked on updating covers and previews. I put a new line of resources inside of my store. Um, And I wasn't doing more in 2020. I was doing much less in 2020 than what I had done in 2019. And so I have to look at growth as a business as looking at my systems and looking at everything as a whole. If I make the same amount of money in year two as I make in year three, but in year two, I worked 10 times harder than I did in year three, then in year three, I have grown. I may have made the exact same amount of money, but in year three, I made the same amount of money doing less work, right? So this is more than just about monetary growth. If I am growing by obtaining freedom in other areas of my life by getting more of my time back, but making the same amount of money, that is an area of growth, okay? So we wanna look at more than just monetary growth. I wanna look at life improvements. I wanna look at how much time I have. I wanna look at different systems and things that I put in place for my business, or perhaps I've grown a specific area of my business that is not specifically Money, right? Revenue. So let's say, for example, that you spend several months working on growing and nurturing your email list. If I'm growing and nurturing my email list, that is ultimately going to help me grow my business and it's going to increase the revenue inside of my business. But in the very beginning, as I'm working through all of that, I might be so focused on that, that I'm not focused on creating products. And so my revenue hasn't increased yet. But I have grown my audience, which will ultimately increase my revenue. And I say this because if you have never experienced looking at your revenue and thinking, oh my goodness, like I didn't grow or I didn't hit that goal or I didn't meet this thing that I wanted to meet. um, If you ever do get to that point in your business, I want you to be able to look back and remember this and to take a look at... Did I grow in other ways, okay? So this is going to allow us to not have so much anxiety and it's gonna allow us to have a much healthier outlook when it comes to measuring growth inside of our business when we understand that there are different ways to grow inside of your business, okay? Amy Porterfield has recently been talking about her Four-day work week, which sounds amazing, and that would be an example of growth within your business. Where if your whole business transfers to a four-day work week versus a five-day work week, if you transfer over into a four-day work week versus a five-day work week, think about the um, growth that that is for you as an individual, where you just have a whole extra personal day. Right, that is huge. But you've done so in a way that you can still operate your business, and that is growth within your business because it has given you time. Now, if you're hearing me say some of these things about look at more than just monetary growth and you're thinking to yourself, well, that does sound nice. I would like to grow in terms of time. I would like to gain more time for my personal life, or for my family, or I would like to gain some sanity and have less overwhelm and have things more systemized inside of my business. I would like to grow in those areas. Well, here's what I want to say to you. Those things take a little bit of time. They shouldn't take a lot of time, but those things are going to take a little bit of time. So if I'm wanting to my, my business to become a little bit more passive and for me to be a little bit less involved, then some of that is going to take some time to grow. And that may mean stepping away from product creation for a little bit or stepping away from some of the things that are going to quickly make me money, right? That are going to um, immediately increase my revenue. And so sometimes I have to step away from some of those immediate increases in revenue in order to set up systems and strategies and plans and put those things in place that are going to allow me the growth that I'm going to get over time, from, but with a less hands-off, with a more hands-off approach, if that makes sense, okay? And so if the what I'm talking about, about these different ways of growing, if that is really appealing to you, then just know that it doesn't happen overnight. It's something that's very intentional. And sometimes that means just knowing that I'm not gonna always hit those monetary growth goals that I have because I have to take the time to grow in other areas of my business. Now, if you wanna learn about how I was able to get my business to a point where I could take a year off for maternity leave and my business still succeed without me and even exceed the prior year's revenue, then you want to become a member of Rebranded Teacher Academy. In Rebranded Teacher Academy, I walk you through the very basics of how to sell on TPT, and then I walk you through that strategic growth. That's what we're talking about inside of my signature course in Rebranded Teacher Academy, where you can strategically grow your business in a way that's very purposeful and sustainable. But best of all, you get access to monthly trainings and challenges, where every single month we sit down. And we work on a very specific area of your business together as a group inside of Rebranded Teacher Academy. And we have some fun challenges and prizes that go along with that. It's a really great place to be, and you can learn more about Rebranded Teacher Academy and becoming a member and the link inside of the show notes. And on that note, Rebranded Teacher Academy opens for founding members this Friday. And if you are not on the founding member wait list, then you wanna make sure and get on because those who are on the wait list are gonna get a personal video message from me that's gonna come out on Friday and it's gonna send you a link to where you can become a founding member of Rebranded Teacher Academy. But if you're not on the wait list, you will have to wait until May when Rebranded Teacher Academy opens for everyone. And you can find that link to the waitlist down inside of the show notes. All right, guys, I will see you right here next week. If you want to learn more and grow more with me, then you can find me inside of Rebranded Teacher Academy. Rebranded Teacher Academy is a low cost monthly membership that gives you access to my entire course and content catalog from courses for brand new TPT sellers like Selling 101 to more advanced sellers inside of Strategic Growth, Ditch the Overwhelm, a quick start library where you can pick any topic that you would like to learn more about, watch a short Video and then immediately implement what you learned with a corresponding workbook. But what RTA members tend to love most are the monthly challenge and strategy sessions, where every single month I give you step by step strategies that you can implement inside of your business in the form of a fun monthly challenge that helps you move your business forward every single month. If you want to learn more about Rebranded Teacher Academy and how you can become a member, you can find more about that down inside of the description. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love if you would share about it on social media and help other TPT sellers find it too. I'll see you right here next week.